my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast, and this is episode number 591. And today we're at Hosea chapter 14, verse 4, in this fine devotional. If you don't have a copy, get a copy. The Bible reads, I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely, for mine anger is turned away from them, from him. For my anger is turned away from him. Beloved, this sentence is a body of divinity in miniature. Go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon, right off the bat. He who understands its meaning is a theologian, and he who can dive into its fullness is a true master in Israel. It is a condensation of the glorious message of salvation which was delivered to us in Christ Jesus, our Redeemer. The sense hinges upon the word freely. This is the glorious, the suitable, the divine way by which love streams from heaven to earth. A spontaneous love flowing forth to those who neither deserved it, purchased it, could not purchase it, or sought after it. It is indeed the only way in which God can love such as we are. Yes, God will seek you. You may not seek Him, but God will seek you. I was not seeking God. And at the same time, I was because God was drawing me to Himself. God ran me down. Now, that's grace for you. For real, it's hard for us to say that. <laughs> we want, we want to, we want to do something. But if, uh, but God, God ran me down and and saved me, because I was running away from God, the church, the Bible, everything. My preacher dad, my preacher mom. The text is a death blow to all sorts of fitness. Go ahead, Spurgeon. I will love them freely. Now, if there were any fitness necessary in us, which we don't have any, not for this kind of love, for this kind of mercy, this, for this kind of grace, and I'm adding that, uh, then he would not love us freely. At least this would be a mitigation and a drawback to the freeness of it. Go ahead, Spurgeon. You, 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 as my dad used to say, you're too much. You're too much. Uh, Spurgeon is the Michael Jordan of preachers. Spurgeon is the Tom Brady of preachers. Make no mistake about it. Even in his writing, he's the Wayne Gretzky of preachers. He's the Tiger Woods of preachers. 
He's the Steph Curry of preachers. He's a killer of the devil with God's word. Go ahead, Spurgeon. But it stands, I will love you freely. Thank you, God, for loving us freely. We complain, Lord, my heart is so hard, and rightfully so. God says, I will love you freely. But I do not feel my need of Christ as I could wish. God says, I will love you freely. I will not love you because you feel your need. May I add, because you're so wicked and so disobedient, so crooked and uh, so depraved that you, you can't even feel your need and so proud, so arrogant that you don't even know your condition. I have to tell you your condition and help you to understand your condition to even get you to the point of salvation. I love you freely. Go ahead, Spurgeon and White. I will love you freely, but I do not feel that softening of spirit which I could desire. Remember, the softening of spirit is not a condition, for there are no conditions. The covenant of grace has no conditionality, whatever or whatsoever if I may add, so that we without any fitness may venture upon the promise of God which was made to us in Christ Jesus when he said, He that believeth on him is not condemned. Go ahead, word of God. And go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon. It is blessed to know that the grace of God is free to us at all times without preparation without fitness, without money, and without price, and without condition. I will love them freely with my unconditional agape love. And may I add that. These words invite backsliders to return. Indeed, the text was specially written for such. The backsliders who are filled with their own ways like so many of us living in and through this plague, a, a historical plague. Yes, you, you don't want to talk about it right now because you, you think you're so big and bad and you're so proud and arrogant. You don't, want to, you don't want to accept how bad it is. Oh, but the history books will put it up there with the bubonic plague. Hear me well. The history books will tell the story that the church was not prepared for this chastisement and this rebuke. Uh, people tried to go to the church and listen to the preachers and the preachers, the pastors were empty. They were dying of the plague at a higher rate than the regular people because the plague was against them. History will uh, say in years to come AIDS was a judgment against homosexual men particularly and it never left they did not take heed and then God sent the monkeypox 
Did you see the homosexual men in a line with their short little shorts on, lining up to get a shot for the monkeypox? Now they have run out of the shots for the monkeypox in America. Pardon me. Oh, the great America has fallen. She has fallen. Oh, the great America has fallen. She has fallen in your sight. Oh, you don't want to talk about it now because you're filled with the American spirit. The American spirit of pride, rebelliousness, arrogancy. We can accomplish all things. We can do all things. No matter what the situation is, we will come out on that. We'll make it happen. That is our philosophy. Is there not peace and safety when there's no peace and safety? On one hand, today, the coronavirus is back with a vengeance. Across the country, people are telling people, wear a, pardon me, people are telling people to wear a mask. Inside and outside. On the other hand, you got homosexuals standing in line with the monkeypox looking for a vaccine. And then the beautiful trees that were created by God. Some say they've been there for over 2,000 years since the time they were here when Jesus walked the earth are burning up as I speak just today New York is taking uh, preparation for a nuclear attack yesterday somebody drew up what would happen if an earthquake hit the fault near Seattle Waves so high would destroy the city. People don't know what to say about Yellowstone Park. Could it be the nuclear bomb that will go off and destroy over half of America? And what about this heat? This is unusual heat today in the great state of Texas. They told the people. To cut back on your electricity. Cut back because we're going to have some uh, rolling blackouts if you don't cut back. In the great state of Texas. We need to get healed of our backsliding. We need to stop backsliding in the church. Some people in the church need to get saved. Ain't nobody picking on you. I'm talking about my own family members. They're religious but lost. Filled with the devil and the demons of hell. And want to act like they are perfect Christian people. And that's not the case. So I'm not talking just to you. I'm talking to my own family. let Let me help you. You cannot be hateful. 
and mean and unloving towards your own children and don't even want to hug your own children, don't want to say I love you to your own children, lie and steal from your husband, lie and steal from your children, and lie on your children and lie on your husband and call yourself saved and do that for over 30 years. You're not saved. You've never been born again. It's as simple as that. And it makes no difference who it is. And I don't care whether you like it or not. Oh, I know it's not what you're used to. All the lies you've heard for the past 50 years. All of the hypocrisy you have done for the past 50 years. I know you don't want to hear it. You want everything to go on like it's been going on with the wicked Christianity. With the whoring around and the lying and the cheating and the stealing. And uh, uh, having a side piece and all of that. Which is common in the church today. Uh, why? Because the church is backslidden. There are many people in the church who are saved but they're backslidden. Backslidden for saved people. Some of you have not, you, you, can't even, you can't slide backwards because you're already backwards. You're lost. Written for such, I will heal their backsliding. I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely. Backslider, surely the generosity of the promise will at once break your heart. And you will return and seek your injured Father's face. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, help people who name the name of Christ to repent of their backsliding. Draw them to yourself. Save those who are religious but lost. And save those who are irreligious and lost. We pray for the salvation of the lost, and we pray for millions to come back to you. Thank you for those faithful f few preachers who are preaching your gospel around the world. Reward them greatly with many souls. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come. And walk with the Lord morning and evening. In this life. Until you go to that wonderful place. Called heaven. When you die. First dear friend. Accept the fact that you are a sinner. And that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin, always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day,
Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins 
with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.